Good evening, Rabbi Sai. Tonight's learning was sponsored by Anonymous as a schus for a Zivig Yoffa, the Korov for Miriam Chana Bas Chava. Miriam Chava Bas Chana. Bas Chaya. Miriam Chava Bas Chaya. The schus are learning she should be zeichet to find a wonderful Zivig, the Korov, pleasantly, easily, and with a lot of Hatzlach and Bracha. The schus are learning should also be a schus for Shlemy from Yambela Bas Nachama, besides Shah Chayli Israel. So this week, as we start Parakhaf Aleph, we're really coming to a new era in Sefer Shmuel. We are completing one Tkufa, starting a new Tkufa. And with last week's, the last few weeks, as we went through the Haftar of Machachaydish, and we discussed everything that led up to the final split where Shaul makes it official that he's looking to kill David, even in his most rational state. And now David's on the run. David is going to be forced to run for his life. He's going to leave Eretz Yisrael. And this will begin a very different time period in David Amal's life. Now, what happens this week, so the tragedy doesn't actually happen this week, but there's a tremendous tragedy that the sage, stage is set for a tremendous tragedy this week. One of the tragedies that really haunts Klal Yisrael. And that's the wiping out of the entire city of Noiv, Irak, Yehanim. And we're going to learn this week the events that lead up to this tragedy. Now, the indirect cause of this tragedy is the fact that Dovid HaMelech, after hiding out in the field for several days, was starving. He literally had not eaten in several days. And he was desperate for food. He goes to the Mishkan, as we'll see, to try to get some food. Shaul looks at this act as an act of treachery and terrible consequences arise. The Gemara in Sanhedrin tells us an unbelievable thing based on this story in Tanakh and based on other stories in Tanakh. The Gemara tells us, as thinking is particularly relevant, we talk at a shir like this, where Baruch Hashem, the Ilm is fed, as well as uh, the Ruchni Yistikim of the Libra Tayyar, we also have uh, food for the Ilm. And the Gemara says, Gedayla that how great is giving others to eat. A person gives others to eat, so it's mekareves mishpachas to Yisrael, it chases mishpachas away from Kval Yisrael. The Gemara says that Yisrael was only zoicha to have children from the Lishka, who sat in the Lishka Sagazis, have Moshe Beinu as a son-in-law, because he says, Karen lechem. Amen and are forever rejected from Klal Yisrael. The Mishkan in Shiloi was right down the block, as it were, from the Pesel Micha, base of Zara. The smoke from the two would actually mix, and the Malachi Asharas wanted to go destroy this Havay Zara, and I called the Shabbos and leave them alone because they feed Archem. Tremendous thing to give, pe- to give Yidin to eat. And the Gemara says that uh, this terrible tragedy that we're going to learn the beginnings of this week only happened because Yenison didn't think to feed David HaMelech. Yenison sent David HaMelech on his way without food. And the, pos- and the Gemara says that because of this, Ilmole Halvu Yenison with David Shtei Kikris Lechem had Yenison given David HaMelech two loaves of bread, like Nerg and Neuver Kehanim, the whole city of Neuver Kehanim wouldn't have been killed out. And his sons wouldn't be killed. 
And all of this because they weren't careful making sure to give all this to eat. So we see the Hashivas, how great it is to give Yidin to eat. Tremendous custom a person has. We look, you know, it's like, a, everyone wants to feed everybody. It's what's a big deal. It's a tremendous cost that a person has when he gives others food. I'll call upon him, so we're going to start Perik Hafalaf. And hopefully we'll finish it also. It's not a very long Perik. Vayokam, Vayelach, Vayahinus, and Bohair. So it's interesting, the fact that this is the beginning of a new parak, parak Chavalof, and it sort of picks up right at the end of last week's story. This is really should be the last Pasuk, that they each went on their way. So the Etzim, that wouldn't be a cash at all, because the Perokim in Tanakh were made by Christians. However, there is a Saif Parsha here. So we see that this Vayokim Vayelach Vayenesim Ba'ir is sort of an introduction to what's going on this week. And I saw that Nechitana says that it's to bring out the goidel ahava between Yenison and David, that they both went on their way. David HaMelech, who's running for his life, is starving. He walks slowly, he walks slowly in the manner of someone leaving behind, someone who they love tremendously. And Yenison, Yenison Balir, it doesn't say he went to the city, he just started walking until he eventually came to the city. So this Pasuk, the introduction to the continuation of the story, is the goidel ahava between David and Yenison. So David's on the run, where does David go? David David goes to Noiv. Now, we know from the beginning of Sefer Shmuel that the Mishkan in Shile was destroyed. <laughs> and from there, the Aaron was first captured, and then it was moved to Kirsireim. But where did they have, there was a Bama Gedaila, there was a Bama that was set up, a national altar, although it wasn't actually, it was a Shas Heter Bama, so you could bring your own private carbon. But there was the national carbon where the Kehanim were, where they brought, they had the Lechem upon them, and so on, and that was in Noiv. So Vayove David Noive al Achimelech Akoyin, Achimelech was a coin godl. Vayecherad Achimelech Likras David. And Achimelech goes out to give cover to David. So Vayecherad Kipshuta is to be taiched, Miloshin cover. So most of the Mepharshim understand it as a Loshin, Charaz Dalein is called Charad Hazais, you find elsewhere in Tanakh, it's a Loshin of cover. However, there are some who find in this word Charada what we would more conventionally translate Vayecher had a lotion of trembling, that he was afraid something seemed off to him. Why is something seem off? So right the Apostle tells us, What's going on over here? You're the, ben Hamel, you're the son-in-law of the king. You're the commander-in-chief of the armed forces. You don't go places alone. Now, David HaMelech came to Kaseidah to Achimelech. Achimelech had the Urm Betumim, and if the king wanted to be Shail of Urm Betumim, he would send David as the chief general of the army to go and be Shail of Urm Betumim. But now he's coming with nobody else. It's not the Derech. You know, if you, if you saw the, the, you know, the, the, the commander-in-chief of the, the joint chiefs of staff coming to your house alone, something would be very fishy to you. Why are you here alone? So <laughs> David can't tell him, well, actually, I'm on the run from my father, well, the king is trying to kill me. That would not work out well for his plan. So David <coughs> thinks quick. He says a lie, which is mutter, because it's pikuach nefesh. David tells Achimelech the koyin, Hamelech tzivani dover. The king commanded me, Vayemer Eli, a special secret mission, Ish al yeda mu'uma. It's a secret mission no one's allowed to know. It's a dover asher anich sheleichacha. Vasher tzivisicha, what I'm commanding you. So because of the tremendous secrecy, that's why I'm here alone. And the Eshan Orim, and of course I, I don't travel alone, I have my, you know, my soldiers who are with me, but even them, I didn't let them come along with me to stop over here because it was too 
We don't want anyone to trace us. We don't want to make any commotion at all. It's a top secret mission. So as Hanaorim, Yoidati Almok employing Yalmoini, and I told my my uh, assistants to go to an undisclosed location. I can't even tell you where it is. This is top secret classified. My Naorim are in a classified location. They're waiting for me, and I just needed to stop off over here. I need to be shoyal in the Hatzloch of my mission by the Kohen Gadol. And uh, I can't even come here with my Naorim. No one's allowed to know what's going on. I didn't want to draw any attention. Achmelch didn't know he was coming? Makes it sound like Achmelch knew that they made an announcement that that was coming. What do you mean? Oh, and he saw him coming. As he was walking up, you see, he looks up, he sees the Davon Amalek is coming. So he quickly runs towards him to give him cover. And there's an element of trembling because he understands something's off, something looks fishy. Now, Shaul Hamalek later, when he finds about this, he thinks that it was so fishy that Achimelech should have suspected something was off. Achimelech Lamaisa had covered for David Amalek. You know, at the end of the day, David Amalek has a certain level of trust, and Achimelech trusts to David. The Atah, and he tells him, this mission was so secret, we didn't have time to take provisions. Not only not time, but we didn't want anyone to notice. I just like left the palace, I was going for a walk, no one should follow me, and I have no provisions with me. So the Atah, my yesh tachas yodcha chamish lechem, I need five loaves of bread for my five na'orim, the Malbim says, others say it was just saying a uh, random amount, but give, give, I need some bread, we need food, we don't have any provisions. So give it to me, Whatever happens to be, if you don't have five, so give me two, three. If you have more, give me more. So give me five or more or less. The main thing is if you have any bread, I need it. We need provisions desperately. So there's a problem here. Noivira Kehanim was the city of Kehanim, and they ate truma. There was only food that Zor cannot eat. So Vayana is David, Vayoymer. So Achimelech tells David, Ein lechem chayl el We don't have any chulen that you could eat. Ki in lechem kaidish. All we have is lechem kaidish. We're going to have to discuss what lechem kaidish is. Yesh im nishmu hanaorim ach miisha. Now I'll let you have the lechem kaidish as long as the naorim are not tamei tumas carry if they hadn't been with an isha. So the question is, what lechem kaidish are we talking about? And why do they only have truma? What? Why do they only have truma? They're allowed to have. Because chulin costs money, you know, she was free. <laughs> so when there's two boxes, no. no plus, like, plus, there's another reason. When you ate shuma, it's a mitzvah. Baruch atah Hashem alekeinu elchem ha'shek yishalom kishasi shal aron v'tzivonu lechol shuma. Imagine why would I eat regular food if I keep a kind of mitzvah? We get to eat. How many times a year do we get to make a bracha on achilas food? On, on, once a year we eat matzah. That's it. They. Matzah, sukkah, you're not making bracha on the achil, it's on the yeshiva sukkah. So you have once a year, every single time, the kohen sat down to supper, instead of eating supper, he was doing, it was a mitzah achil, it's true. What? Right, so that's another question, where they have money, that's not saying before. Yeah. So they he said, we only have lechem kodesh. So now, there's some lechem kodesh that he's willing to offer David, as long as his na'arim retar. The question is, what are we referring to over here? So, there's a difference of opinion amongst the Mepharshim. The most Pashup Pshat, the Pshat that works without coming onto any Chidushim, is that we're referring to, although maybe it's slightly a Chidush in the Lashon HaPsukim, but it works in the Cheshvin of Sugyas, is that what he <coughs> offered him was, as Radak brings from his father, it was Lachmei Toida, that it's something that's mutter for a czar to eat. Because... 
If he understood that this is Pikuach Nefesh, David is starving to death, so what is he worried about Tum and tire? And if it's not Pikuach Nefesh, so he can't give him something that a czar can't eat. So the Pashtus of the Psukim sounds like this is something that he could give David a Melech as long as he's Tahar. Which bread would that be? Lach Meitaydeh. Now, Lach Meitaydeh, why are you allowed to give it to a Kayin? Now, Lach Meitaydeh to Yisrael. Lach Meitaydeh also can't be given to a czar. However, the reason it can be given to a czar is we're talking about the Lach Meitaydeh, even though they were given to the Kayin. But since this was not the Mishkan, so the Lachmei Taida, there was no din to give from the Lachmei Taida to the Kayin. They didn't have the halacha of Truma like the Lachmei Taida and the Besamigdash would have, the ones that were given to the Kayin. And Mamela, although they were given to the Kayin to maintain what would be once they built the Besamigdash again and had been in Shiloi, but they were really Mutter Lazar as long as it's Ritar. This is one shot. Others, and that's really what Chazal over here, understand that he gave him the Lechem Hapon. And David Amal says that it's, it's Pekuach Nefesh, that's why he needs a Lechem upon him. Now, why is he Makbedeh his Taurus? So maybe the reason they're Makbedeh his Taurus is because there is technically the ability to run elsewhere and get food. So he felt that if it's Tomei, that would be too much, you'd have to find food elsewhere. But if it's just an issue of of, of, of Zairus, that maybe we could be Mekel, or maybe there was no option to get any other food, so you have to figure out what's least Chomer, and he felt it was the least Chomer to give him the Lechem upon him as long as he was tar. So, he tells him that I could give it to you only if you're an Aram Ratar. Now, the Mepharshim say that when he says you're an Aram Ratar, he was really referring to David himself, but he wanted to speak with their Kavit. It's not the Kavit to tell David only if you're Tar, so he told him only if you're an Aram Ratar. So, Ein Lechem Chel, Tachsiyadikim Lechem Kaidish. Yesh, Im Nishim Rahan Aram Achmi Isha. So, David answers him, Vayan, David, Sakayim, Vayim Eloi. We've already been separated from women for three days. Bitsesi from when we left on our mission. And all the kalim of our na'arim, everything, we, our clothing is all kaidish. We, we, we're very makbid. We're oichlim chulim betahayr. Right? In those days, chashuva people ate chulim betahayr. It's tires like kaidish even. But they ate their chulim they made sure they were tar. So all of our, my na'arim, everybody with me, our begadim are 100% tar. We're right to eat kaidish. <coughs> and then he tells them that it is derech chayil. Now, it's a question, what exactly this means, vuhu derech chayil? So the most poshib shot would be to say that our mission is a mission that's not a mission of Kedusha, and Afal Pikein were careful with Kedusha. And even if we would be having food that was Mekudosh Bekli, we'd be right to eat it, because although we're on a mission of chayil, we're careful with keeping our begotten Kaddish. Now, that would be Adar Chapshat, most Pasha Pshat. But Chazal over here understand that there was some sort of shackle of Atari going on in regard to the Lechem upon themselves. So Rashi over here says, Then, new thing. The Lechem, when it's taken off the Shulchan, and once you burn, we know that when you take the Lechem upon them off the Shulchan, so there is an avoid that had to be done to be matter, to be eaten by the Kahanim, was the two Bezichim, the two little Kalim of Lechem upon them, had to be spoons of Lechem of, of Levoina were burnt on the Mizbeach, and then once that was done, they can be eaten, the Lechem upon them be eaten. So he says, Now, even though it's only Motul Kahanim, not for Zarim, but it's it, it's a nechayz dargets. It's a lessening of its kedusha. She asked me, "Day meila mishahayu because there's no longer the isr of meila. We know there's a concept if you take something that's kodesh as meila, but it's only if it's kachish shemayim. Once it's mutal kehanim, it's not kachish shemayim. 
So that's what Rashi learns. And then David says, but you should give it to me, forget about all this. You know why you should give it to me? Even if they just went on the shulchan, they're kachi shemayim, you should still give it to me. You should take it off the shulchan to give it to me. Why should I need to eat? Now Rashi is bringing this from the Gemara Menachas. The Gemara Menachas brings that really there is a whole <laughs> shaklavatari over here, a lot more about the whole sugya of lechem upon him. I'm not going to go too much into the sugya of lechem upon. According to Rashi, the syntax of the, of the pasuk doesn't really work. Right? He wasn't talking. As I said, it's not al derech This is al derech drash. Or Rashi doesn't. Rashi not Okay. Yeah. Right, if you look through a doc, then, I, what I told you before, then, I told you before is Derech Pshat, a doc says, even though we're on a mission, that's Chulin, we didn't think we'd have to eat Kodesh, still, that we always make sure to be royal that we have Lechem Kodesh, and we were for sure careful. But so it's according to Rashi, who was not called. According to Rashi, is a whole no shot. Yeah, it's, it doesn't doesn't really the the the, 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 the syntax of flow of the pasuk does not work well. And Rashi is coming here from the Gemara of Darum. Oh, now the Gemara over here learns a lot of halachas of lachem upon him out from these psukim. Again, we're not going we're not going to go too much into the to the kachim sugis lachem upon him here. The Kayin gave him this bread that was Kaidish. The only bread that was there was the Lechem Aponim that was taken off from the Shulchan. To put hot bread on, fresh bread, the day that the old bread is taken off. Now, again, this Pasik would actually seem to say, if you read this Pasik of he gave him Kaidish because the only bread there was the Lechem upon him. It sounds like he gave him Lechem upon him. If we go to Pshat or Adak in the Malbim, that what he gave him was Lachme Taida, that's Mutter Lazarim, so what's this Pasik mean? So then you have to say this Pasik means he gave him the Lachme Taida because the only other option was Ki'im Lechem upon him, Masun Hashem. Now, this Pasik is a Pasik that we're all familiar with. The, every single one of us has learned the Drasha that Chazal learned from this Pasik. What's Lechem Cham Biyoim Hilakchai? So Chazal say that Biyoim Silukai Cham Kiyoim Sidurai. This Pasik is the Makar of this we're all familiar with, that the Lechem Aponim was as hot and fresh when it came off the Shulchan as it was a week earlier when it went on the Shulchan. The Makar for that limit is from this Pasik Rashi brings. Again, this is the Gemara. Isn't, now. Hot bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that the day the other, the, the, that they're both hot. Yeah, it's a Jerusha's Chazal. It doesn't say the Fayyush in the Bosik, it's a Jerusha's Chazal. Now, <coughs> Chazal bring, in the Gemara Menachas, brings a whole other discussion based on this Cham B'yayim Hilakchai that the bread, why is it hot when it's put on the Shulchan? We know the Lechem is put on the Shulchan on Shabbos. When did they bake it? So we pass in halacha that you can't bake it on Shabbos. The afias lechem is not the Shabbos, it was baked on Friday. Now, the Gemara says that there was a machloikis. We're about to learn that there was someone else here who held that it should be baked on Shabbos. It was a machloikis, David and Daig. So the Apostle continues and tells us that Shom Ishmi Avdeshol, there was someone from Avdeshol there, by Yemahu Netzal of Neashem. He was Netzal of Neashem. What does he mean? He was Netzal of Neashem. So the Rashi tells us that 
was a tremendous hamachacham, and he stayed. He spent time. He decided to stay for Shabbos by the oil moed, so he can sit and learn. The so this Ishmi Avdi Shol was there. His name was Doeg Hadaimi. Why is he called Hadaimi? So either he lived Kipshuta, he lived in a city that was in Edom on the other side of the border. And he was Abir Haroyim Asher He was the head, again, Pashib Shat, he was the head of the shepherds to Shal, which is an important job. And a king who had a lot of flocks. So he was the chief shepherd for Shal. But Chazal understand that Abir Haroyim was actually not the head shepherd. We know that the leaders of Klaiusol called the Roy. The Rhyme, the, the leaders of Klaisal Rhyme, he was the head of all the shepherds of Klaisal, which means he was the Rosh Sanhedrin. And the Gemara Menachah says he passed, and actually they're allowed to bake the Lechem upon him on Shabbos. And David Amalekh was arguing with him, and David Amalekh told him that no, that Kiyayemi Kadesh Bakli, David Amalekh held that no, it's not supposed to be baked on Shabbos, it's supposed to be baked on Ere Shabbos. And the Gemara goes through a whole shock of a tie back and forth between Doeg and David. Now, why is it important that Doeg is here? What does this come into the story? It's leaving aside the drush of whether or not you could bake Lechem upon him on Shabbos. So what happens now is that Doeg will report back to Shoal that his arch enemy was fed and given support by the Kayin Gadol. This is going to lead to the tragedy that we mentioned, hinted to earlier, that this entire city of Kahan will be wiped out. Did we meet Doeg? He's not the one. Who yes, we did meet Doeg. Doeg is the one. Now, was it Mepheish and the Psukim? Doesn't say his name everywhere, but Doeg is the one twice already. First of all, all the way, all the way back in the first introduction to David. So when Shaul has the Ruach Ra, so it says that. Uh, find the Pasik right over here. Further, right after the Mashiach of Dovah HaMelech, so we said that Shoal got the Ruach Ra, and the, the Zavodim said, let's go find the Vakish Ish, Yedeh Menagim Bekinar, and Ve'eva Shoal Avodav Runa Ali, find me someone who's good to play, Ve'yan Echad Mehana Orim, and he says that I found the person, and he prays him over the moon to a way that makes Shoal jealous, right? He's Yom Yedeh Menagim, Ve'gibar Chayil, Ve'ishul Chama, Ve'novin Dover, Ve'ish Toya V'ashem Imoy. Who was that Na'ar Echemian Arum? That Chazal tells was Daig. And then the second time we, came, we, we met, <coughs> we met Daig was when David is coming back from hitting the Pelishti. So it says, um, So it says, actually, the Pasuk before, when he, uh, he wants to know if, who David is, which family comes from. So Doeg says, Chazal tell us again, it's not Feish and Sukim. Chazal say, go and find out if he's even kosher, lovely lekahal, he comes from Amoyavia. So we already have, in Chazal, we already have two different times where Doeg was out to get. David had, Doeg had a jealousy for David, and some say his name was Doeg. I'll shame that he was, he was out to get David, and he was the, 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 Chief antagonist of David Amelov to a certain extent. But him, he was also tremendous Hamachachim. He was the Abir Haroyim, the Reish Sanhedrin, according to Chazal. And Chazal say that Kalish Baruch Hu says that it was, it was a tremendous sire for Kalish Baruch Hu. This Daik was such a tremendous Hamachachim, went off and, and, and became such a tremendous Rasha. Vayemer, David Lachimelech. 
He's asking, do you maybe have a weapon here? I didn't take anything, not weapons, no other kalim, because it was an emergency, and I had to sneak out in a manner that no one should suspect I'm headed out on a mission. So I just walked off. We had a conversation. I just walked out like I was going for a walk. So, you know, you go to the base of English, ask for weapons, not normally what takes place there. <laughs> There is one sword here, the sword of Goliath the Plishti, that you killed in Eimek Eila in the Valley of Eila. It's hanging by the Simla, behind the Eifid where they hung the Koyin's Eifid, or something means after he was shoyal for David in the Urim Vatumim, that's Achrei Eifid. If you want to take that sword, you can take it. There's no other swords, you don't keep swords. That was kept to show the Nase HaKadosh Baruch done for Klal Yisrael. Now, the Malvin says something very interesting. The shame of Barbanel, there's a reason no one wanted to take the sword. He says, Perish Mirenu Arav Yitzchak Barbanel, a sword that the owner was killed with his own sword, <coughs> that was considered a bad omen. No one else wants to take this. No one can take it. What does David answer? There's nothing like, give it to me. What does that mean? So he says, Since David was the one who actually used it to kill Goliath, so for David it wasn't a simon ra, but Torah al simon type. For me it's a simon type, so there's no sword like it. I want that sword. The sword wasn't coming. <coughs> they were tabled in the mikveh. They, 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 they put out their mazel of me. Oh. No, killed, killed Goliath. Yeah, but not the, the Maga. Maga, they touched him. So they welcome David. So now David has to run for his life. They welcome David. Now David runs away from Israel. He has nowhere to go. David makes a major risky move. He decides, where am I going to go? Right? There's no, there's no Jews outside of Israel. There's no safe harbor surrounded by countries that hate Klal Yisrael. He decides he's going to become the world's first defector. He's going to go and come to the Pushim and say, that's it. I gave up on the Jews. I'm joining, you know, like the Soviet, if you're going to fly with the fighter plane into, you know, into American Air Base. So David Amel says, I'm here to serve Ochesh Gas. So David tries his luck. Now, we'll see that David does this again a second time with more success. But this time, doesn't have, doesn't have, David doesn't have success. No one believes that David is actually switching sides. It's still not that well known that David has become the enemy number one of the king. This is David, the king of the land. Now, what were they saying in Melech Aretz? All the Mepharshim say they're telling Achish, this is David, that he should be the king of our land. Because remember, Goliath made a deal that whoever wins, everyone else will be there. So they tell him, hey, you, you should be off your throne. He should be on the throne. They're trying to rate Goliath, to rate Achishon. <coughs> this is the one that they sing about him, the Machailas in the circles. Lamer, he kills thousands. And David kills tens of thousands of Pelishtim. Remember, he also had to get the 200 Arlos Pelishtim. David wasn't very popular amongst the Pelishtim. <coughs> and David hears what's going on, that his, his plea for, uh, for uh, asylum is not being taken. In fact, they want to kill him. 
He's very afraid he's going to be put to death. So what does David do? So David now begins to act like a Meshuggah. He starts singing and dancing, rejoicing that he's going to be killed by them. And he uses his own spittle to write words on the, wor- on the walls of the doors of the gates of the city as they're taking him out to be killed and he's hang- dancing and singing. And his saliva is dripping on his beard. And he says to his servants, this is not David HaMelech, this is, this is some crazy person. Right? And it's still out of Yemazan and Israel. I've met crazy people who tell me the David HaMelech. It's not, you know, there's a, whole, you know, there's a lot of people who should go and go around saying David HaMelech. I'm missing, I don't have enough Meshugayim. Chazal say that that day his daughters and his wife became Meshugayim. So he was like yeah, up to here with Meshugayim. Now, some people are able to work all day long to Meshugayim. Most of us can't handle that many Meshugayim. One shot. So Chosim Meshugayim, I brought me another Meshugayim. Yovel, you want to bring another Meshuggah into the house? So they let David go. David is released. Now we're all familiar with the story because every Shabbos we say the capital Lamedalad and Sefer Tehillim. So Chazal tell us that David HaMelech, this is an unbelievable thing. David HaMelech praised the Kaddish Baruch Hu, but he told the Kaddish Baruch Hu, I understand, there's so many wonderful things in the world. Why did you create Meshuggahim? And the Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I'll show you also need to come on to the concept of Meshuggah. But I just want to take a few minutes to read a little bit from the Sefer, the, the, the Pasuk in Tehillim, when Talbot talks about his Hatzalah from, from Ochishmel Gas. And it's unbelievable because <coughs> when you read, when you learn Sefer Shmuel, you get the story of David HaMelech. When you learn Tehillim, in Tehillim you see the lave and the nefesh of David HaMelech, and it's unbelievable that a human being David HaMelech is not even, David HaMelech is, is, is a regular review of the Merkava. You see the godless and the Kedusha and the heart of David HaMelech, why he's the Imz Mirisisho. How's he react? Did you imagine one of us? His own father was chasing away for doing nothing. He's number one wanted man. He runs, tries to get political asylum. They want to kill him. He has to resort to acting like a total lunatic, embarrass himself in public, is the only way to save his life. You know, if that would happen to one of us, we would be at our lowest, most depressed state. Now, David was only able to save himself because he was able to act with and dance and sing. He was so happy they were killing him, they decided he's a Meshuggah. But what's David's reaction? David, David, a Mizmar David, when he has to change and act like a Meshuggah. Now, Avimelech is just like Para, is the Pharaoh is the title for king. So Avimelech, which is father king, is the title of all kings of the Pelishtim. So Avimelech, he was thrown out, he was kicked out. And Vayelech, he walked calmly, because if he had he started running for his life, they would have kept the whole thing as a facade. He wasn't in a rush to leave, and they threw him out. And what is David's response? I'll constantly praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. His praise will constantly be in my mouth. When other humble people will hear, they'll be happy. Come and praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu together with me. How did David save himself? Not with his plan to act like a sugar. That wouldn't have helped. Why was he saved? Because the Rashi is Hashem Vanani. I turned to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, my mocking of Tsar when I was caught. Vanani, Hakadosh Baruch Hu answered me. Mekomu Gurosi Tzilani from all my hard places. He saved me. And he continues. And David Melch moves on, and he tells us that that Kfirim Rashi Varevu. You can yell. You could scream. You could roar. You're going to be hungry. But a person turns to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then he's always going to have the good he needs. 
And then David Melch warns, what's putting David Melch at risk? Is Doeg Hadoimi the Lashon Hara Mi Oshach of Itzchayim Oiv Yomler is Toiv Nitzol Shlein Chmirosu Sechem Dav Mirma, and so on and so forth. You see the beauty, the way David Melch approaches Hakadosh Baruch Hu, not with anger, not with kindness, with a with, with a loving thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the Yeshua that HaKadosh Baruch Hu enabled him to save his life and to continue to live and praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Shkech.